Hey, what's going on? It's Dr. Mike T. Nelson here from Not Just Another Fitness <clears throat> Podcast for Fitness Geeks Only. We are doing a bunch of myth busting this week, all about the zombie myths of protein that just don't seem to die. All right. So some of these, like for these super educated fitness professionals, you've probably heard these before you probably have the right information but it never ceases to amaze me about how some of these myths just stay around for a very long period of time uh, now it appears that kind of protein itself is kind of a, a negative thing i was at the ancestral health society uh, meeting this past August presenting. Uh, it was super fun. I always love going there and hanging out and presenting. And one of the presenters was doing a talk, uh, talking about how we should be consuming very low amounts of protein. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that, um, but there's a lot of backlash now against a protein, which from what I've seen, a lot of it is pretty theoretical at this point. Um, so today's myth related to that is myth number four. There is no data that athletes need more than the RDA for protein. I'm sure you have heard this one before. I Even a couple of weeks ago, I had somebody tell me this, that, <clears throat> oh, those athletes, they don't need all that much protein. They just need to eat the RDA for protein, and they're fine. I actually had someone send me a link from a very well-known physician who will remain nameless. Um, he's a big fan of plants, so I'll leave it at that. I was saying that <clears throat> higher amounts of protein, especially over the RDA, are not needed for athletes. And if you look with the USRDA, what is the amount of protein in general? It's going to be about 60 grams per day. So in short, basically what I had for breakfast this morning. So 60 grams of protein a day. Now, will that keep you alive and prevent uh, horrible protein malnutrition? Yes. Is 60 grams a day, even of a complete protein, going to be the best amount we could give athletes to recover from training and to add a lean body mass? Even if you're not an athlete listening to this, we want to keep and add as much lean body mass as we can. Again, this is a very slow process. You're not going to turn into Arnold in two days from eating high amounts of protein, no matter what the dude bro in the gym tells you. The data we have so far says that higher amounts of protein, again, up to a point, are beneficial <clears throat> for helping with resistance, training, exercise-induced gains. So from a study here, again, this is a systematic review. Uh, Dr. Morton is the main author on it, that a system review, meta-analysis of meta-aggregation of the effect of protein supplementation on resistance, training, induced gains in muscle mass and strength in healthy adults from the British Journal of Sports. They said, quote, protein supplementation beyond total protein intakes of 
1.6 grams per kg per day resulted in no further resistance exercise training induced gains in free fat mass. So what the heck does that mean in English? So in this one, which is a system review, so they're looking at a bunch of different studies. Uh, they did something called a meta-analysis. So they're pooling data from multiple studies and putting it together and using all the good, hopefully, statistical practices and everything like that. And the reason for pooling data from multiple studies is we may be able to get and extract more information than from just looking at each study in isolation. So the fancy term for that is a meta-analysis. So what they're saying here is that 1.6 grams per kg per day in protein. So if we have our 100 kilogram dude bro, that's about 220 pounds. At that amount of protein, he would be consuming 162 grams per day. So you'll notice that that is much higher than the RDA. We'll say of 60 grams per day for that person. It's actually 100 grams over that amount. But it's not this astronomical three to 400 grams a day in protein either. So it's definitely higher than the RDA, but it's not ridiculously crazy silly high. And there's a bunch of other data that does uh, support this. There's been some very interesting chronic studies where they've put people in a very extreme caloric deficit of 40 to 60%. They slashed their calories and they had them in a low to a higher protein group. So the low protein group was just a titch above the RDA. The higher protein group was around 120 to 140 grams per day. So pretty close to this 160 grams per day, depending on the size of the person. And what they found was in the low protein, now again, these people were told just to cut your calories by that amount, don't change any of your training. Uh, they were not doing a supervised formal resistance training program. However, what they did see is that if we dramatically slash your calories, so we put you in a worst case scenario, and you are consuming low amounts of protein, you do lose lean body mass, right? So just by going on a low protein diet, especially if you are cutting or trying to lose fat, you're in a pretty extreme caloric deficit. We do see that the low protein groups, and this was uh, four studies that they did. Uh, Mira was one of the main authors, Wahlberg, I think Lehman did a two week study looking at this. Um, so there's been a couple different studies across different populations. I did a summary of some of these studies for the NSCA PTQ journal, if you want to go in and look that up from this past year. But what we see is that the low protein groups across all of them did lose lean body mass, right? And that's not good because that's going to determine some of our metabolic rate, although a lot of that is kind of overblown, but it does determine some of that, uh, determines our progress in the gym. And then we also know that muscle mass is going to decline as we age. We know that muscle mass is a protective effect related to longevity, function, uh, possibly maybe even helping with kind of impact protection if you're older and take a fall on your hip. So just having a low protein intake when you're doing in a very aggressive diet, you can lose lean body mass. 
And without changing training or doing anything else in those studies, having a higher amount, and notice I said higher, not astronomical amount of protein did actually protect lean body mass. So it is true that having a higher protein intake, especially if you're in extreme cases of high training loads, or in this case, uh, extreme cuts in your caloric intake, does help your body hold on to more lean body mass. Now, again, in this study, we see that that effect kind of plateaus around 1.6 grams per kg per day. So the number that I use, if you were to put a number on what recommendation for protein I would give most people who are healthy, about 0.7 grams per pound of body weight. Now, again, I know that's in English units, and yes, I know the research is in metrics, so don't send me more hate mail about how I don't know numbers and can't convert back and forth. Um, but a 200-pound person at, let's say, 0.7 grams per pound, and I know I'm using the U.S. system and the rest of the world operates on metric, I get it. Uh, that's about 140 grams per day, right? So again, it's pretty close to what we had in our meta-analysis here at 1.6 grams per kg per day, right? So again, higher than the RDA, but not astronomically high, right? Does the one gram per pound of body weight still apply? I think it's good and I think it can be useful for simple math, right? So you're a 220 pound person, that's 220 grams of protein, and if we look at uh, another review that was done, uh, Dr. Eric Helms is one of the authors on it. Again, I think Stu Phillips was on that one too. And if you extrapolate out to the very high end, so we're trying to cover like 99% of the population, you could then make an argument for the one gram per pound of body weight, especially if you're cutting and reducing calories. So I think there is an argument for that as a top end. But the difference between 0.7 and 1 gram per pound, probably not going to see a big difference there. So, again, eating more than the RDA, at least twice to maybe three times the RDA, is going to be beneficial. But again, you don't have to eat 400 grams of protein per day thinking that you're going to make twice the amount of gains of 200 grams per day if you're a 200-pound person. Uh, that is not true, right? So once you get to that higher end, the amount you can add of lean body mass definitely starts to plateau. So, so the myth number four, there is no data that athletes need more protein than the RDA, of course, is false. And we're looking at around 0.7 to maybe one gram per pound of body weight. You're using metric around 1.6 grams per kd per day will be the amount of protein that you should consider consuming if you like this and you also want to hear an interview from dr eric helms himself talking about flexible dieting uh, that one is also included in the flex diet cert Get more information at flexdiet.com, F-L-E-X-D-I-E-T.com. Go there, check out all the information. Talk to you soon.